0: Welcome to Getting Results. I'm Tom Tony, and I'm glad you've joined me here on the podcast today. Over my years of coaching and leading in organizations of various types and sizes, I've come to recognize that sustainable, repeatable success comes down to these three factors. Clarity, alignment, and busting through barriers. And that's the basis for my cab system. I'm excited over the next couple episodes to share my interview with Stephen Miller, Steve is the founder and president of Millwood Incorporated, a provider of industrial pallet and package of materials and services that include recycling and warehousing. Steve launched Millwood Inc. at the age of 19, and the company has since grown to 1,700 employees in 27 locations across 15 states. Steve is also a board member of John Maxwell's Equip Group and travels the world teaching his unique approach to business leadership. Steve will also be the featured speaker at our QuestX Leadership Conference for Kids Benefit Luncheon on April 30th. From the area, check it out. Questex is a three-day leadership training conference for students in third through sixth grade, featuring exciting live shows, leadership training breakout sessions, engaging activities, and a whole lot more. And you can find out more and register for the Benefit Luncheon with Stephen Miller at tomtony.com. Now let's join part two of this two-part interview. Now, one of the things that we talk about in uh, some of the training that we do is going from forced to fierce. Mm -hmm. So we talk about the idea that, you know, whenever you're forced to do something immediately, you're trying to find a way out of it. So uh, if, if we're fierce about something, however... Uh, so, for example, your story about Karina. Yeah. You know, at, at first, you felt forced by this situation where this guy's cutting you off. He's like, we got to do something about this. <laughs> but then it became very, once you saw her, there's a, a fierceness about that relationship that changes how you approach it. And so, we talk about the idea of how do we help people go from a situation where they feel forced to be at work? I'm mm-hmm. um, forced to be here by external situations. Maybe it's a family situation, maybe it's personal significance, whatever it is. Uh, But then we want to help them become fierce about the job that they do, internalize it, find a real reason to connect to it. And I'm hearing you say in those conversations, there's that internal connection that I matter here more than just the product I'm putting out, the work that I'm doing. I matter as an individual. What do you think in that moment uh, really allows a person to transition to becoming fierce about the work that they're doing? What is it about that connection you think that works so well for them?
1: There's a lot of things. I mean, you know, again, there's no single uh, silver bullet, so to speak, that that says I got you. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just that openness that says you really do. I can trust you, number one, and I uh, number two, I, I believe that you do care about me. However, that gets communicated, and it's different for every individual how that gets communicated. But if, if we can demonstrate those attributes and get that as a question. How am I doing this with this individual? How am I gonna create that connection? Because our brains go to the correction. I walk through a facility, and the first thing that pops into my mind is I'm looking for things that are wrong. Yeah. What is wrong here today? Which is totally backwards. I should be walking through and say, what's going right? Yeah. Hey, hey, you guys are really doing good over here. You suck over here, but this is really good. <laughs> it's just that acknowledgement. And I think our, our brains just go there. Yeah. Um, we naturally look at what's wrong. But if we can make that shift and focus on what is right first, and there are those things that we have to correct in individuals. Um, But we try to tell our guys this as well in in training, is that always connect before you correct. Because if I'm only correcting without the connection, then it's short lived, they might make a short term behavior change, but it's not going to last. If I'm connected first, then I correct, then I've got a lasting change, uh, you know, potential. And it goes back to developing individuals and just having that as a a mantra in your organization that I you know our, our mission is to develop and to help people grow um, you know personally, professionally, and spiritually and if i if i 'm doing those things, and I remember the first time as I you know kind of came to this grip and had you know I think I was maybe ten employees at the time, and I had a guy that that was doing a good job, he was kind of a, a worker supervisor for me. And just a real responsible guy, somebody that you know uh, enjoyed making eight dollars an hour at the time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which was all right. I could afford. Right, yeah. and those kind of things. He he came to me and said, "Hey, I you know appreciate everything you've done for me, and we've done some things for him." He says, "But I got this job opportunity that's really you know it's it's better for my family. I'm gonna uh, go work for the post office. I got great benefits. All those kind of things." And I remember thinking about, I was like, man, maybe I should pay him more. And I quickly came to the realization, I'm like, this is the, that would be the worst thing I could do for you as an individual. You need to go. It's better for your family. And I realized that then that uh, I'm not going to control that, Hmm. that kind of departure. Yeah. Uh, And I don't care when people leave my organization, as long as they're leaving for a better opportunity. that's good. Then I've done my job and that... You know, I have to put the faith that that God's going to bring that next person in for me to uh, that's going to, you know, take care of uh, the needs that I have as as an employer. But uh, just understanding that, not getting bitter that people are going to get better and leave. And and we've had, you know, we do a lot of different educational programs. We help with schooling and those kind of things. And we've had people, you know, that we've helped in taking classes that then has made them attractive for another employer.
0: Yeah. And so
1: (laughs) our plant managers are like, why are we doing this? We shouldn't help them. (laughs) Uh, We're just helping them leave. And I'm like, hey, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And uh, as long as we're doing the right thing for the right reasons – we will be taken care of. It goes back to that Zig Ziglar quote that I heard when I was in the seventh grade that has always stuck with me that, you know, if I help enough other people get what they want, I'll not have to worry about what I want. So
0: so do you feel like uh, in that process um, that you've retained some great talent? I Maybe mean, by taking that approach, obviously you've lost probably some good talent, some good people. Is it possible you've also retained some great talent as a result of having that kind of approach. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, we have uh, we get the benefit of the doubt. We've had many examples where we're in large metropolitan areas where heavy warehousing and, you know, the Amazon effect is, is happening mm-hmm. where they're sucking up, you know, labor left and right. And guys are having the opportunities where they can leave and make an extra $3 an hour. And we've had a lot of uh, instances where individuals leave for that extra few dollars an hour. Because we just can't get there, sure, and um, and they come back, mm. and that's a great um, compliment
0: to our to our leaders because they know they were cared for. Uh, so for you as a, as you travel and you speak on leadership and so on, do you find I, and this is how I say it? I, a lot of times you get that sideways. It's like the dog whistle look, you know, <laughs> you blow the whistle on the dog, cocks its head sideways, like what's that sound? When you talk about these things, do you get that kind of response from leaders there? This is new. This is not yeah. something I'm used to hearing. It is as a priority, but it's not new. It's mm-hmm. not
1: something they don't already know. Yeah, And I've found that so many times, the books I read or I hear somebody speaking on something, the biggest revelation that I get is just confirmation on things that I already know. Yeah, And, and when we talk about, like, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about Uh, You know, using terms like family in the workplace and using terms like our most valuable asset is our people, those kind of things. Um, We laugh about it, but so it's not something that we haven't already heard, but just being a little bit more intentional and and picking those things that we say are most important. And as we prioritize, say, what is most important? Well, it's very difficult for any leader to say that uh, production is most important. As we talk about taking care of people at this level, where, like in our, in our environment, we, we have a team of chaplains that uh, also have HR functions. So that gives them a reason to be yeah. in the workplace. Mm-hmm. But we're just helping people. They're a resource that's available for people to get through life, wow. to get through those uh, addictions and all the, all the things that comes at them. Because as a small business owner, I remember, you know, with, with five employees, you know, I was the banker. I was the drug counselor. I was the marriage counselor. I was all those things. Yeah. Plus, I had to be the boss. Yeah, all those things came to work, and they were on my plate. And so that's why we created the the chaplains program to because we know that that has not stopped. If if anything, it's intensified. Absolutely, you know, people are bringing things to work that and dealing with things that. Are just horrendous in many times, and they don't know where to go. And as business leaders, we have resources available to provide assistance. We know the the people that are in the community because we're business leaders. Yeah, we have resources available to us that we just pick up a phone and we get right through. We don't have a problem finding an attorney, finding a a counselor, finding a a, a center that can can help somebody. We have no problem making that phone call. They don't have that resource, but we can help them as as the business leaders get through and, and get, get some help in those areas.
0: I would love to hear you talk just real quickly about that manager or supervisor that hears this and says, I love this. This is exactly what I would love to do, but that's not the culture of our company. It's mm-hmm. not the culture of my leadership. What, what what do they do? What do those supervisors do? Mm-hmm. That's the number one feedback that I
1: get uh, and I've been able to um, speak around the world in different uh, business settings because I'm an international speaker. <laughs> I like saying that. Say it but, again. Say it again. International speaker. I like it. But um, working with the John Maxwell organization has allowed – give me that opportunity. And um, you, know, you come to find out if you pay your own expenses, uh, you get asked to speak in a lot of locations. But um, <laughs> anyhow, um, that's the number one feedback – uh, literally around the world that people will hear truth and it'll resonate with them and say this is good I like this but my my boss does not he needs to be here that's what they spend most of conferences leadership sessions you know discounting what they're hearing because they're right. saying oh, I wish my boss was here I wish so and so was here and it's just personal responsibility of taking it and saying yeah I'm not the boss of the organization and I can't you know make a rule that that 's going to apply to all facilities or uh, but I can have an influence in my own the area that I have responsibility for. I can make that kind of difference. I can be that influence as we
0: uh, implement some of these principles. I appreciate you talking about this. I think it's going to be incredibly helpful for a lot of people, and uh, I know that on April thirtieth when we get together to for the business lunch and the benefit for Questex, I'm really looking forward to you talking about the leadership pipeline, how to build that leadership pipeline. I know some of these principles will probably be a part of that conversation as you build people, uh, but I'm really excited to hear from you on that day. And just want to encourage everyone to make sure that you're a part of that event. It's going to be fantastic. It's on Tuesday, April 30th, uh, 2019 at 1130 a.m. And uh, you can find more about that at tomtony.com. Uh, you can sign up, register there. All the proceeds go to benefit our Quest X Leadership Conference for Kids, which happens uh, this summer in June, as it does in every summer. Kids from all over the nation will be here uh, third through fifth grade, getting equipped to be leaders, growing character and so on. Well, that's where we have to start as, as early as we can and getting these principles in these guys. And so The benefit of that, that event is going to help us to pull off that, that conference. And we really appreciate you, Steve, being a part of that. Before we uh, end this out, anything that you feel like you could say to encourage leaders that are out there listening today, something they could walk away from listening to this podcast and immediately implement that would have that kind of impact on their, their team and the people around them. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, no silver bullet, uh, just asking the right question.
1: And, uh, as we, as we ask that question, how can I be an influence in somebody's life? How can I develop them, uh, better so they become better personally, professionally and spiritually?
0: Um, you'll find the right answers. Well, Steve, thank you so much for this conversation. It's been awesome. I wish you all the best and thanks for being a part of getting results. Thank you. If you enjoy the getting results podcast, we would love for you to submit a review on iTunes. And help us get the word out by sharing our podcast with your friends and colleagues. Also, stop by tomtony.com, That's T-O-M-T-O-N-E-Y.com and sign up for free to become a member. You'll get access to exclusive content like the Communication Cycle Tool, a great tool for evaluating the effectiveness of communication on your team and in your organization and other exclusive opportunities. So until next time, keep getting results.